And can I say, hospitality, if you need someone to bake you a cake, ask Jodie. She is awesome. The best cakes ever. Even gluten-free, because I eat gluten-free. So they're still good. So it's so good to have you all here this morning. Now, it's a little bit different. I want to encourage you to just chill back and just be childlike this morning. God calls us to be childlike, not childish. I'll have to get my teacher voice out if I see childish, just childlike. A heart open, ready to receive. That, you know what, even if it makes you a little bit uncomfortable and make you look a little bit dorky, it's okay. Because, you know what, God can use those moments. Actually, I found this week, he usually uses those moments when he pulls you right down onto your knees and says, you know what? This is when I'm going to use you. For those that don't know, I have, well, three children. We were blessed with a little boy and then we ended up with twins all within 18 months. And um, I can tell you, my twins turned one yesterday. And <laughs> this week, I promise you, has been the hardest week in the whole entire year of having twins. I've been saying this whole year, you know what? I don't think it's that hard. Like, these twins are easy. Like, it's a breeze. And then we get to Saturday night last week and we all decide we don't want to sleep anymore. <laughs> So I have had a sleep, no sleep pretty much. And when I say no sleep, I mean like an hour. And then we get up and somebody cries. And I swear, they have been talking to each other to decide who wakes up at 11.30 each night, who wakes up at 1.30, who wakes up at 3.30, and then who wakes up at 6.30. So they've had a pretty grumpy mum this week <laughs> with lack of sleep. But in that place, God's going, you know what? I have a message for you to give, even though... God's given me this gift to share with kids and to teach. And you know what? Sometimes it's not the most comfortable place for me to be, to be up here teaching. But it's that yes in my spirit that says, even in that place of being uncomfortable, even in that place of being tired, God has placed something in my hands. And I have a choice whether I clutch onto it and put it back in my pocket and say, I'm not going to use it, God, because you know what? It's too hard. I'm too tired. Well, you know what? I just want to keep it to myself. Or I have that choice to step back and go, okay, I'm going to give that gift. I'm going to take that gift that God's generally, generously given me to share with others. And even in my weakness, even <laughs> with nothing to give, I will take that out and say, you know what? I'm going to give it to you today. So that's what I want to encourage you today, that today... It might be a kid's service, <laughs> but it's not. God's word is not. God's word is generational. God's word has a seed that can speak to each and every one of you, no matter how I present it. The Holy Spirit can encounter you in that place. So I just say, have an open spirit today. So I want to start. I love that. Uh, those guys make me laugh every time, you know, <laughs> teaching, preaching. Thank goodness it's not screeching because, you know what, that's my pet hate, screeching. That was my teacher thing in kindy. Do not scream. If you scream or screech, it means there's an emergency. It's banned in my classroom. Anna will tell you. I, uh, Lizy will tell you. I could not. It uh, does my ears in. But God is so generous and he needs each and every one of us. And today, I have enlisted some help from some people. Now, I 
think I've got Liv, I've got Matt, Brad, I've got Caleb. Can I get those guys that are coming up here to help me with my cupcake challenge? They can run up here really, really quickly. I need them. So these guys have a part to play today in helping me talking about gifts, about how God gives each and every one of us gifts, whether we're zero or whether we're a hundred. God gives each of us gifts unto his plans. And these guys are going to help me with that. So maybe Caleb, if you want to stand here, maybe, and um, Brad, you can kneel here. Yep. Oh, not yet. Later. Later. Yep. Wrong person. That's all right. <laughs> so eager. Yep. Come on, Liv. Who's? Oh, yep. Yeah, it's Clint. Okay. Yep. Clint. And who's our other? Is it Maddie? Oh, Emma. Yep. Come on up, Emma. All right. So you have a choice. So if adults want to sit on those chair, I've just got Brad kneeling because... Caleb's a little bit smaller, shorter, so I want to give a fair advantage. <laughs> so adults on the chair, if you want to put on the apron, you can, but you don't have to. Just a warning. <laughs> All right. You don't have to. It's, you can just hold it in front of you. You should be pretty safe. You can hold it with your hands. Yeah, you can trust her. I'd trust her. All right, so I have my three teams here for my cupcake challenge. Now, the challenge is Liv, Clint, Brad, you need to put your hands behind your back. You are not allowed to use your hands. The only part of their body that they are allowed to use, the gift I am giving to you three, is that you three are allowed to use your mouth. Your job that I'm giving you, the gift I'm giving you, is to eat a cupcake. Please Chew on it, swallow it, don't put too much in at once. Be very careful in eating it. But the first team to eat it will win. The job of these people behind you, using only their hands, they have to... You might need to close your eyes, Caleb. Can you do that for me? Okay. So you guys need to put on your mask. These guys can't see and they can only use their hands. Their gift from me is the ability to use their hands to get these guys to eat their cake. All right. So it's the first team. I think we might make it 20 seconds. So we might count to 20 and the first team to have eaten the most cake will be the winner. Okay. So I will go and pass the cake out. You can see to take the wrapper off. I won't make them eat the wrapper. I won't be that mean. <coughs> These are Jody's cupcakes, by the way, so they are good. All right. So, have we got our... All right, we've all got our things up. All right, Emma, you ready to stand behind Clint? You've got to stand behind him. You have to reach around. You can't stand in front. You've got to stand behind Good job, Caleb's got his eyes closed. Oh, Caleb's ready. All right, you can have your arm where you're ready. Make sure no looking. Right. When I say go, you're going to have 20 seconds to eat as much of the cake very carefully, not too much food. And then the one who has the least cake left will be the winner. All right, are you ready? 
you guys can cheer them on, okay? Make sure no one's looking too. Ready, set, go. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, cheating there. <laughs> Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Oh, well, Clint and Brad, pretty close first, but I think I have to give it to Brad and Caleb because they didn't use their hands at all. Let's give these guys a clap. I do have a prize for you. I haven't had time to activate it yet, so don't go and try and use it until I've activated it. <laughs> but I have a movie card here for you guys. Well done, Caleb and Brad. So you guys can go out and have boys' time. Thank you guys for your help. Feel free to grab a cupcake on the way out. <laughs> so these guys, they had to use parts of their body. They could only use... The people eating could only use their mouth. I'll just make sure I don't step in this. <laughs> Didn't think that through very well, did I? <laughs> Health and safety person. <laughs> um, they could only use their mouth. The other part could only use their hands. They had to work together. They had to work together. Otherwise, the person with their mouth, how were they going to get in in their mouth? They'd have to be pretty creative and it would be pretty hard work. The person with their hands, there's no hand on your mouth. There's no way of consuming it. They had to work together. It's a bit like God's church. We each and every single person in this place have a part to play. Elijah has a part to play. Anna has a part to play. Bob has a part to play. Paul has a part to play. God has given each of us gifts. Even if we don't know what that gift is right now, we each have a part to play in God's body. We are God's body, the church. And God has given each of us gifts so that we can fulfill what's in his heart for this region, for this city of Coburn, so that we can see God's glory known in this place. And so today I want to talk to you about that fact that we need all the parts of the body. We just don't need the hand. Like, we just don't need Janelle up the front singing worship. If we were all up the front singing worship, there'd be no one there. There'd be no one to put the seats out. There'd be no one to welcome people in. It wouldn't work. If we just had someone playing the drum, besides being really noisy, it wouldn't work. If we had everyone out at Babes and looking after all the kids, we'd have no one in here. People would have nowhere to come to hear about Jesus out here, adults. We all have a part to play. The head, the hands, the leg, the mouth, the nose. We all have to work together to fulfill God's plan. It says in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 14, there is one body, but it has many parts, but all parts of the body work together. It's the same with Christ. We were all baptized with one spirit. And so... We are formed into one body. We are all given the same spirit to drink. So the body is made up of just one, not just one part, but many parts. God has given each of you guys gifts and talents, things that you're good at, 
things that he can use to work through you. It might be teaching. You might love telling people and teaching people. And maybe at home you love pretending to be the teacher and telling your brothers and sisters what to do. Or you might be sitting in this crowd right now and you're an adult and you know what? You love teaching other people. It doesn't mean it's up here like this. It might be a small group. It might be something else. You might love praying for people and your heart is stirred to hear about people being healed. You might be a kid and you go, you know what? You see a friend at school sick and you want to pray for them and you want to see them healed. You may have the gift of miracles. God has a gift for each and every one of you. And today I want to encourage you to, if you don't know, find out what your gift is. What moves your heart? What's God put in your hand to use today? Um, I have a story. Now you're going to have to move. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am an introvert, <laughs> but I'm still going to make you move. I need all my parts of the body up here. So I have five parts of the body and they're going to come up here. So each of them, you guys have to look. To, they can, you can probably just stand down here. It's fine, guys, just in front here. So you guys are going to need to look to these guys. They're going to help us with the story, okay? So with my story in the Bible today, a story, ever, anyone heard of Moses? Yes, God, everyone's heard of Moses. God gave him the gift to lead the people and knew what to do and listen to God. He, had, he actually didn't do it by himself, though. He actually asked Aaron to be with him, and he had a partner that he could rely on. He also had Miriam when he had to make decisions. There was people that he worked. He didn't do it alone, if you actually read the story. But we're going to look at another man in that story that God also used if we read the story of Exodus. But in this story, it reminds us that each, they all, they're the, all the parts of the body have a part to play. I have my body, which is Joel here. But every time you hear the word body in the story, you need to wiggle in your seats. Can you show us how to wiggle, Joel? All right, so you need to wiggle in your seats. Let me see the wiggle. No, even people at the back. Wiggling. Generational, come on. <laughs> All right, so I think you can do better wiggling, so I'll be looking. Okay, so the feet, even warty old feet can move. All right, I want you to stamp your feet. When you hear the word feet, you've got to stamp your feet. Good job. All right. When you hear the word head, you've got to nod your head. Yeah. All right. When you hear the word eyes, you've got to blink. I can't see that one so you can get away with it. <laughs> All right. And hands. When you hear the word hands, you've got to clap your hands. All right. Good job. And when you hear the word ears, you've got to put your hand up to your ear like you're listening. Okay, so you, I'm going to know if you're not listening to the story. If you zone out and I don't see those hands bottom wiggle, whatever, I'm going to know, okay? And I forgot to say, I've got some worksheets up the front here for the kids and I have three points at the end. And for the first three people that can come to me at the end of the service and tell me what my three main points were, I do have a prize. 
that includes adults, but no pushing to get the prize. All right, so here is my story. It goes like this. One of the most important points in the story that God shows over and over and over again is the fact that we don't need to do it alone, that he brings together to make it work. We often say here, dream team makes the dream work. So team makes the dream work. Not Christy makes the dream work. Not I make the dream work. But dream team makes the dream work. And that's God's heart. So God says this all through the Bible. It's better when people work together hand in hand. Good job. <laughs> Rather than alone. It's, he said in the Bible, it's not good for Adam to be alone in the garden. So he made Eve. You can see Adam and Eve up there. Good old Lego edition. <laughs> it says in Ecclesiastes that um, that is better to be together because they have a good reward for those who work together. And in Romans, it says, since we are all one body, I think we can do better wiggling than that. <laughs> since we are all one body, we, <laughs> we belong to each other and each of us all can work together. You know, the saying, two heads are better than one. So we all heard that, two heads are better than one. It's true. Two heads are better than one. So then if we go back to Exodus, okay? So we have Adam and Eve. He made, he made Eve because it's not good to be in the garden alone. God says, work together. When two or more are there praying, good things are going to happen. So then we go to Exodus. And God gave some instructions to a man called Moses about how to build the tabernacle. Now, this is what he said. Now, if I say this name wrong, my brain's not working the best, okay? So, he said to Moses, okay, you don't need to go out and be the best craftsman and build all the gold statues and all the poles and, and knit all the beautiful intricate patterns of the cherubim onto the curtains. He didn't say, Moses, you need to do all that. You need to build all this church. He didn't say to Christian Yui, you need to go and put all these curtains up. You need to lay these tiles. No, God said, I have got people to do that for you. And it says in the Bible, I have chosen Bazuzel, the son of Uri. I have filled him with the spirit of God and filled his head with wisdom and knowledge and understanding and with all kinds of skills. He will be able to make beautiful patterns in gold, silver and bronze with his hands. And he can cut and set, set stone. He can work with wood. In fact, he can work with all kinds of craft. And if you've actually seen pictures of what they think the tabernacle would look like, it is amazing. And if you read what they've made it out of, such amazing craftsmanship. It's beautiful. So God chose this man to be able to do it. And God had given him the gifts and talents the right head that was needed to know how to do it and the right hands and he knew he was the perfect man to do the job. He knew and he'd placed him in with Moses. He knew who needed and he told Moses who that person was. The Bible explains that in Corinthians 12 that there are different kinds of gifts given to everybody but they are all given to believers by the same spirit. 
There are different ways to serve, but they all come from the same Lord. All throughout the Bible, God works through different kinds of people. It doesn't have to be the name up the front that God needs to use to launch what his plan is. He needs those people that say yes with their gift to step out and go, you know what, I'm going to use my body. I'm going to use my hands. I'm going to use my heart, my eyes, my ears, and I'm going to respond and say yes so that we can all work together to make God's house fulfilled and to see God's plans fulfilled. We have been given gifts to build God's house. Each of us has a gift to work together just as the body (laughs) has different parts. So we do. But all the body works together to see God's goodness fulfilled. Now, if the feet, where's my feet? Okay, good job. Now, if the feet were to say to the hands, I don't belong to the body, (laughs) it would not be good because it wouldn't work. The body can't walk without the feet and the hands can't eat or lift things or do many things. So God says the body needs to work together. All parts. Thank you, guys. Today, I want to encourage you. Do you know what? You have a gift to be able to be in your family, to use the gift of hospitality. If you're five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, you can use the gift of hospitality to make a meal for your family, to help. You can have the gifts of helps and you can use right now what's in your hands, in your circumstances, in your family, at your school, at uni, at work, at church. You can use what's in your hands, your gift right now to serve God by blessing others. I want to turn your eyes to the screen and we'll just have a quick video. all through the Bible is that people work better together rather than alone. It's good for Adam to be alone in the garden. We are told that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their work in Ecclesiastes. And in Romans 12, since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other and each of us needs all the other. Back in the book of Exodus, God was giving instructions to Moses about how to build a temple. I have filled Bezalel with wisdom with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skill. God had given Bezalel the gifts and talents and knew that he was the perfect man to complete this work. All throughout the Bible, God works through different kinds of people. Sure, we know the big names like Moses, Abraham, and King David, but here we have Bezalel, an ordinary man with a talent that God wants to use to do great work. Don't believe the lie that the gifts God gives out are for others. It's not true. Every single one of you listening right now has so many gifts and talents. And you know what? He wants to work through you to do great work. You have a unique part to play in the story God is telling on earth. First Peter 4.10, God's gifts of grace come in many forms. Each of you has received a gift in order to serve others. You should use it faithfully. 
God gives us spiritual gifts in our life with Jesus, so we can play our part in building his kingdom. You know, what a privilege that God gives us gifts and says, you know what, you can use them. And you know what, when you use your gifts, it's actually a blessing to you because it often is a dream in your heart or, or a yes in your spirit that actually brings you joy. But he's also saying, you know what, partner with me and we can make that picture even bigger than just you. Like that's, that's pretty awesome. And so today I've got three points for you to take away with you, okay? So three things besides the fact that I think you all should come out and join kids because you know what, I just want to put it out there, guys. You know what, we have an amazing team. We grow in numbers of kids, but we haven't grown in numbers of leaders. But these guys have been faithful. I've got leaders that have been with me since day dot. From since when we began and trust me, you know what, this building that we're getting is going to be just awesome. I can't wait to not unpack everything out of a box, not be in a car park, not be on an oval, not be in a tiny little room with 15 kids or wherever it may be. But you know what? In all of those places, God shows up. And it's, and it's actually not about how good I am. It's not about whether the leader next to me, not all of us have to be able to teach not all of us have to be able to, you know, be an awesome singer. But you know what? When our team comes together, we each have gifts. We need people who know how to worship God, who can sing, that can be an example to these kids out there. We need people that can just be a friend, that can just be out there to say, hey, you know what? I'm listening to you. I value you. You know what? That doesn't take a lot, but it's, but it's, it's being out there and being present. So you know what? If you're sitting there today and you're going, you know what? Nah, my gift does not fit there. I want to encourage you that, you know what? Your gift does fit there. Because we need to work together as a body here and there to make this dream work. So I just want to throw that out there today. <laughs> that we need you. We want you. And we just want to bring all the gifts out there because we want these guys to walk away with a heart that, you know what, that goes, you know what, I feel loved. And from being loved by you, they're loved by God. And that just makes a huge impact in kids' lives. And you know what, at the same time as giving out that gift, I think you'll find that you'll be given back threefold because you know what? These guys can teach us something. So today, I want to ask you, I don't know if any of you guys are like this, and I kind of did it when I was younger, but my son, Nehemiah, he, whenever we have to buy presents, okay, I ask him, okay, what do you want to buy for daddy? So I think it was for his birthday last year. I said, what do you want to buy daddy for his birthday? What do you think he would want? According to Nehemiah, Daddy just had to have the hero train. Apparently, that's all he needed, so that's what Daddy got for his birthday. He got hero the train. And so, Daddy opened it up and Nehemiah, I think actually Nehemiah probably ripped it from his hand before he even got to open it up. But he opened it up and, you know, he was like, Daddy, let's play with it. Let's play with it. 
Adrian is growing on Adrian and it goes back in the cupboard because it's known as Adrian's train and it goes back into the top of the cupboard and if he wants to play with it, he has to wait for Daddy to come home and they play with it. But then also for Christmas, what do you, what is, what do you think Daddy wants for Christmas? Oh, Daddy definitely wants a PJ Masks car. He totally – and I think Jonah and Bella got one too, so somehow we ended up with the full set of PJ Masks. Incidentally, Nehemiah plays with them all the time. But – the reality is he chooses gifts for that he actually wants to play with. He chooses, I don't know if you did that when you were younger or you still do it as an adult. You give gifts that you want to use, you actually want to use yourself. Well, do you know what? My first point is God wants to work through you. Did you get that? God wants to work through you. God gives each of us gifts. But do you know what? He gives gifts. He puts it in your hands and he says, this is my gift for you. It might be teaching. It might be preaching. It might be miracles. It might be helps. It might be hospitality. He says, I'm giving you this gift. But do you know what? While he's doing it because he knows this is, he, he made you. He knows exactly what you need and what you love because he knows every hair on your head and he knows what will melt your heart. So, you know what? At the same time as it blessing God by giving the gift, he's actually doing the same thing, but it blesses you too. Because usually the gift that you have is actually something that you will really enjoy too. Every person is given a different gift. We don't choose what our gift is, God decides what gift you'll have. And guess what? Like I said, it's the perfect gift for you. You know what? Janelle worship leads. You know what? When she worship leads, I'm sure it feels... There's times when I know it's hard. But, that, but you know what? At the end of the day, it moves her heart to do that and it brings her joy. And at the same time, it brings God's joy and it blesses others. 1 Corinthians 12, 11 says, It is the one and only Spirit who dis- <coughs> distributes all these gifts and we alone, and he alone decides what gifts each person should have. So God decides what gifts you will have. And discovering your gifts and serving God will bring happiness to you. To God as well, but to you and others. God's gifts are amazing. They're, they keep giving and giving and giving. Ephesians 4 says, Christ has generously divided out his gifts. God knows what we need in this house so that our house can work together to, to fulfill his plan. How amazing is it that God has chosen to give us gifts and we get to play a part in his plan. Like God is like amazing. He made the world. He made us. But yet he says, Beck, I'm going to give you the gift of being creative and sharing and doing this amazing thing. I'm going to give you this gift. And at the same time, he knows that that moves her heart. But at the same time, that blesses us. And he says, yes, I want to partner with you. Yet he doesn't need to. He doesn't need us, but he chooses to. That's how good our God is. So, 
God wants to work through you with what's in your hand, the gift that he has. My second point, point two. We each have a part to play. Okay, so for those who don't know, I have a bit of OCD when it comes to cleaning. And I like things to be, although I've learnt not to quite be so OCD when having three young children now. <laughs> um, but I used to clean my parents' house to be able to pay for, to go to university and things like that. I used to clean other houses. And um, one time I lifted up, I am quite strong, <laughs> and sometimes I don't realise how strong I am, and I actually lifted up my parents' three-seater couch with one hand because... Of course, that's what you do if you want to vacuum under the seat because there's all <laughs> there's um, stuff under it. So I'm lifting this up with one hand. It's a bit heavy, I have to say. And I'm balancing my legs like this. And I have the vacuum cleaner, not a cordless one, one with a cord. And I'm trying to vacuum and guess what happens? I drop the couch. It lands on my foot. And that weekend, um, I had to do um, a kids' conference and organise childcare and all that kind of stuff. And I'd actually, my foot swelled up and I was on crutches and I could actually barely walk on it. But me being very strong-willed, decided I had to do it all myself. I have learned. And so I rock up because I realised, you know what, it's going to take me a lot longer to do this because I've got to do it by myself. Not that I had to. It was just in my mind. <laughs> and I'm crawling around the floor trying to set up a baby's room <laughs> and trying to set up all this stuff for kids. And these people walk in and like, what are you doing? Like, just sit down. Why don't you ask for help? Do you know what? God's like, you don't, your gift is there to share and I've given everybody to work together. I might have hurt my foot but there's another foot that was next to me that said, hey, I can help you. There's a hand. There's another hand. There's a mouth. There's a head that can all work together. We each have a part to play. And so, believe me, <coughs> we might feel right now that I don't have a part to play. You might be sitting here going, you know what? <sighs> All these kids in here. <laughs> but you know what? You have a part to play in this church. You can be serving coffee. You can be welcoming people at the door. You, can, you don't even have to be on a team to say hello and use your gifts. Doesn't mean you have to be seen. There is seen and unseen. And all are just as important. So I want to encourage you today that we each have a part to play. So get in your head. What is it that God has placed in your hand today that you can use so that you can take your part? Finally, point three. We all are part of the body of Christ even if you haven't worked out what your gift is yet. And you know what, kids? There's adults in here that still don't know what their gifts are. They're still not sure. And that's okay because you know what? God wants to talk to you about it. God wants you to know what it is that God has made you for, besides loving him because that's your number one purpose. 
but God has given you gifts that you can bless others, that we can all work together as the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 says, Now we are the body of Christ and each one of us is a part of it. Our body can do amazing things. It can jump, it can run, it can skip, it can hop, it can dance, it can wiggle like Joel. It can do almost anything when all the parts work together. But like with my foot, when it was hurt and I couldn't walk on it properly, I couldn't do it properly. So when we aren't working together, do you know what? The dream doesn't work as well. But when we all use our gifts and we all come together and say yes to God and say, you know what? This gift you've placed in my hand, thank you, God. I want to partner with you and I want to share it. That's when the dream works. That's when good things happen. That's when a city is changed. That's when one heart that walks through the door says yes to Jesus. That's what makes the dream work. That the end thing is we want to see God given the best. His plans fulfilled in this region, in this city, in this world. And when we come together and we say yes, and we, relinquish, we let go of that gift and take our hand out of the pocket and say, you know what, it might make me a bit uncomfortable to actually step out. Or maybe it might not be so everyone can see me. But I'm still going to say yes in this season because later on you might be seen or you might never be seen. But the one person who does see using that gift is God. Nothing goes unknown to God. And that is the beauty. No matter how many thank yous you get from people, the thank you from God is so much bigger. The love from God is so much more. So I want to encourage you today. I'm going to just sum up by saying Sorry, whoever's doing the PowerPoint, I've kind of, <laughs> I just want to, if you just go to that, la- I had a, I think I had a word on the screen. Can you just do that last? Sorry, Paul. Next one. That, like it's just three words. My baby brain's just kicked in. <laughs> yep. God wants to work through you. (laughs) I told you I haven't had much sleep. That is the reality. God wants to work through you. But you know what? This morning, kids, I want to encourage you. Adults, God wants to work through you. No matter the week you've had. I just, when I've been praying about this this week, and you know what? In the end, I had to give it to God because this is not the way I would do things. This is not the preparation I would have. And I had to let it all go and go, God, you know what? Perfect. It doesn't matter. I've just got to stand up here and do it because this is all I've got. I've got to surrender it. But I have to choose to use my gift. Even if I might look like a fool, (laughs) I've just got to say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust that they will hear the message that you want to hear. Today, you know what? I feel like there's three areas that maybe... God might be doing something in your life. The first one is, you know what? You don't know what your gift is yet. Or, you know what? You want to know what that gift is and you're going, I don't know where I fit right now, God. 
I don't know how I can use my gift. Well, I want to just encourage you today, just keep seeking God. Keep going, God, what is it you've put in my hands? What is it? I just, I've got a yes. What is it you've put in my hands and my heart that I can just say yes and take that step, whatever that next step is, to make a difference and to grow? Secondly, you know what? You might have a gift and you've been using it. (laughs) And you know what? It might feel a bit like a burden at the moment. It might feel like, you know what? I feel like I've been giving out and giving out and giving out. And no one really cares. (laughs) Well, I want to encourage you today. You know what? God does care. Number one, you know, God just wants you. He just wants you. And it might mean that right now you need to come back to that place and go, you know what, God? I've got that gift in my hands and I want that joy that I had in the beginning. But I've forgotten about you and just looked at the gift. I've forgotten that joy when I first got it. And I need to come back to you and that joy I had when I first realized that gift you put in my heart so that I can come back to that place and go, yeah, I love you, God. And I want to go from that place. I want to encourage you today that God wants to refresh you in that place. God wants to bring back that joy. And lastly, it might be, you know what? You're going, hey, who's this God? Who's this God that gives a gift, that brings joy to me, but actually also he loves me for me? You might be going, you know what? Hey, I want to know more about this this God this morning. I want to say yes to him. I want to say yes to Jesus. So I want to just encourage you right now, kids, I want to encourage you guys as well. Just close your eyes for a minute. I want to encourage you all to just close your eyes. And we're just going to pray. God, I want to thank you that you know just what we need and that you're a good father who gives beautiful gifts. And Father, I want to just pray this morning that you would just, in all the mumbo-jumbo, that you would just speak into each person's heart, that, that just that little seed that you have for them to take away this morning. God, I ask that you would just refresh those that need refreshing, that you would just give understanding to those who have open hands saying, God, show me what it is you've given me. Where can I use myself? finally this morning. I just want to encourage if there's anyone there that just wants to say yes to Jesus this morning, that you have gone, you know what? God, I want to know who this God is. Like, I want to say yes to him. I want to receive all that he has for me. I want to encourage you this morning to just pray with me. Jesus, we want to say yes to you this morning. We want to say yes to all the gifts that you have for us, that we want to say yes, that you died for me, that you gave your life for me and that you have the best for me. And I want to know you more. I want to know your love. Father, we thank you.
that you are a good father. We thank you for your plans in this region and we ask that you would bring them to your fullness. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So guys, not now. We've got worship. You've still got to have that childlike heart. I think, Janelle, do we have one song? Is that right? Yeah. One song? Is it? Or is it? Sorry. Oh, oh, we've got offering. Sorry. I forgot the offering. <laughs>